You see the um, the Morbius trailer? Yeah, I put that on the list. Mm-hmm. That trailer was like three minutes long. It was. It was an entire commercial. There was a lot in that trailer. Did you see Michael Keaton? I did see Michael Keaton. Is he? Is this in the same universe as uh, Tom Holland Spider Man? I would assume so. Also, uh, at one point, you see a poster of Spider Man in the background. He's like walking down the street, and there's there's a poster of Spider Man. It says like "Traitor" or something on it. So in the current timeline where everybody hates tom holland for killing uh what's his face who'd he kill but they think that he killed oh yeah i still don't remember who but i know what you're talking about yeah at the end of um homecoming jake gyllenhaal do they think they killed he killed mysterio yeah jake gyllenhaal okay yeah they think he killed mysterio but it was actually like mysterio who killed mysterio and they reference venom like three times in that trailer yeah so this guy's vulture before vulture became vulture Maybe he's like alternate universe vulture. I mean, he could. He looked like a scientist and not like a scrap dealer. I don't know. Honestly, this Morbius movie, uh, it, it always seemed to me like one of those things that they're like, oh yeah, they're making a Morbius movie. And you're like, mm-hmm, sure they are. So I'm surprised to actually see the trailer. I mean, it looked kind of cool. And this is coming from someone who finally got to see <laughs> Venom. I'm, I'm all for those anti-violence right now. So um, you, you got a spoiler for your review of Venom? I mean, it wasn't like the best movie ever. Some parts felt really rushed. And then I think I checked the runtime and it was actually a really short movie. That's not surprising. It was pretty funny. And I don't think people go to see these kinds of movies thinking that they're going to come out with some sort of super deep story that makes them think or anything. It's, it's, it's an action movie, you know? That being said, I was entertained for the entirety of the movie. Which apparently was an hour and 38 minutes. That seems so short for a movie. That seems, that's nothing. I've seen Cartoon Network things that are longer than that. Yeah, I mean, that's a pretty trim movie. Isn't there like an actual definition for feature length? You must be at least an hour and a half. I could have sworn that that was an actual thing, was that a movie had to be a certain length to be considered a feature length film. Well, it wasn't bad. It was pretty funny at times and I liked it. 40 minutes. It has to be at least 40 minutes. Yeah, according to the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences, so the Oscar people. There are Netflix episodes that are longer than 40 minutes. So compared to Venom 1, better or worse? Honestly, I don't even really remember Venom 1 that well. That was such a long time ago. I don't really remember the first Venom. I know in this one, Venom is a lot more human. Like the symbiote is a lot more human, which is, it's kind of funny to see him trying to take care of Eddie Brock and like him wanting things and then interactions with other people and him missing people. He misses people? Yeah, he goes throughout the entire movie just going like, I miss Anne, and it's kind of funny to think about. So at any point, does Venom turn into Lady Venom again? Yeah, you see that. Oh. Do they do things with each other again? Do they? I don't remember. Because that's all I really remember from the first Venom movie. Or Anne turned into Lady Venom and ate somebody. No, they had like a little spat, because uh, Eddie and Venom kind of like break up, in a sense. And then Anne gets Venom back for Eddie. And then they have this moment where they're talking to each other and she's basically just saying like, oh, he's waiting for an apology. And he has to like suck it up and apologize to Venom. And Venom is being super petty about it. You're actually kind of making me want to see this movie more than I originally did. I mean, there's some really funny moments to it. And then Woody Harrelson. Yeah, how is he? Crazy. But she fits the bill pretty well for crazy. Sounds good. When does this movie, when am I going to watch this movie? (laughs) I don't know. I mean, it's, it's obviously, it's not something that I'd be like, oh, you need to go watch it like, right now. Drop everything. Drop the podcast. Go watch it right now. No, it doesn't sound like it, but... But it is funny. I'm sure you'll get a chance to watch it on some streaming service at some point relatively soon. Yeah, I can't find anything about when it's coming out in the home. All right, well, I guess I should... Uh, this is Scattershot Thoughts. I'm Jacob. That's Geo. What's up? Kind of late there, but all right. Well, we started right off the bat talking about Morbius. But yeah, sticking to the Marvel thing... Marvel's Eternals, the reviews are not too good. Kind of sad to hear. Kind of looking forward to that movie. We've talked about Rotten Tomatoes and how you shouldn't. That's true. But that being said. That's the review that's given by critics. What's the percentage of fan views? Does it even have one yet? Because it's not even out in theaters yet, is it? I'm trying to get Rotten Tomatoes to load and it's not loading. So I guess we'll never find out. We're going to have to go watch the movie and find out for ourselves. 
technical difficulties. It makes you feel any better. I saw Black Widow too this week. Oh, nice. What did you think of Black Widow? I didn't think it was as bad as everyone made it out to sound. You were right. I, I definitely wouldn't put it like anywhere near the bottom of the barrel when it came to Marvel movies. Plus, it had a um, Stranger Things dude in it, and I just can't help but love that dude. Yeah, he's pretty good. Which part of me hates to be like, oh yeah, Black Widow it was so good. It had that, the, the one guy in it was awesome. <laughs> but It had Jim Hopper, man. Who doesn't love Jim Hopper? He's the best. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes is apparently down for maintenance right now. Oh, well. But I saw an article today that Eternals is the first Marvel movie to go rotten on Rotten Tomatoes. <gasps> no way. Yeah. Damn, I didn't think it was that low. I'm sure, like, for us, it'll be fine. It'll have its redeeming qualities. From what you saw of the reviews, what exactly don't they like about it? It's really hard to answer this question without being unable to go to Rotten Tomatoes. At least whatever's cached on Google, it's got a 56% rating of 153 votes. There's little eternal about Marvel's Eternals except for the running time. I did hear it was pretty long. Over two and a half hours. I don't know if I can do that after sitting through a one and a half hour. (laughs) You going to go see it this weekend? I'm not sure. You've kind of put me off to the idea. I mean, I've never let Rotten Tomatoes really like drive me off of seeing a movie, but it does set my expectations. I'm going to just go in there and be like, Samahai can't save this movie. Rotten Tomatoes, you let me down. Now on Metacritic, it still is at 55%, but most of the reviews are mixed because Metacritic does mixed. I guess we should just wait and see. Yeah. And you remember a couple podcasts ago, we were talking about Chris Pratt voicing... Mario? Well, we talked about that before, but yeah, Chris Pratt's voicing Mario. Oh yeah, we were joking around about Chris Pratt being in Visions. Yeah. Well, apparently Chris Pratt is going to be the voice of Garfield in a new movie. Seriously? Yeah. Chris Pratt is just in everything all of a sudden. I mean, do we feel like he's a good voice for Garfield? I don't feel like he's a good voice for Mario. Why can't we just have the guy who voices Mario voice Mario? It's going to be interesting to see how they handle that. I think he is going to be in the movie, the guy who voices Mario. He's just not going to be Mario. He's going to be like other voices. Okay. But they need to have Chris Pratt be Mario. I guess. I mean, I'm not going to trash it. I'm going to go watch it probably, and he's probably going to do pretty well because he's Chris Pratt. Oh, no. Little Sebastian. I really hope he doesn't try to like go crazy with the Italian accent, though. <laughs> I feel like he can't, right? <laughs> That'll be bad. Surely he won't. That'll be really bad. Just do the voice. Just don't do the accent, because uh, it'll get real racy. Speaking of Chris Pratt, I'm hearing the Guardians of the Galaxy game has gotten really good reviews. Yeah, it hurts, too. Makes me actually think about getting it. I thought about it, but then, of course, I, I bought a different game this weekend. So What'd you get? I got Red Dead Redemption 2. Red Dead Redemption 2, all of eight years too late. But, you know, there's some people that like started playing that game two or three years ago, and they still play it every day. Wait, are you playing the multiplayer at all or no? Uh, I probably won't. I think there's enough in that story to where I don't need to worry about doing multiplayer. Especially seeing as like I play all of two or three hours of video games a week, not counting our uh, standing dates of Pokemon Unite. I actually get it. I've been playing Phoenix Rising, and that's actually pretty fun. What platform are you playing that on? I switch. So that's nice because I can just sit down on the couch and play it and then just get up and go lay down in bed and play it without actually taking my eyes off of the screen. Yeah, that's my one thing about Red Dead Redemption is I got it on the PC and... Oh, you have to stay in front of your computer? Yeah, so I'm trying to get my Steam Link set up and running here, but I need to have a hard wire for it to really work because I tried using the Wi-Fi for it today and there's a lot of like screen tearing. It's not great. I'm trying to think about the last big game that I got for PC or something, and I don't even know how I did it. Like, I don't know how I used to sit down and play World of Warcraft. I can't find them doing that right now, getting home after work and, like, sitting down and playing. Yeah, after sitting at a computer all day, then sitting at your computer again. Yeah. And it's even worse for me, because my computer that I sit at all day is the same computer that I would play video games on, so... Yeah, at least I get a change of scenery, but... (laughs) Yeah. It's still a computer that I'm staring at all day. I get it. Which, you and I talked about me getting blue light blocking glasses. Yeah, I get blue blue light filter glasses. I did that, and I think think it's helped. Yeah, you probably don't have as much headaches or anything anymore. No, I don't. Or you don't have to strain your eyes as much. Today's really the first day that I've had a headache in a while. And there was like a couple of weeks there where it was like every day I had a really bad headache before I got new glasses. Those are just the glasses. If you get the filter that goes over your monitors, those work pretty well too. Well... They do the thing where you can like filter, not physically filter, but like digitally filter. Like your computer can go into like nighttime mode. Mm-hmm. 
And I do that sometimes. But yeah, the glasses work out pretty well, I think. So while we're doing trailer talk, did you see the Witcher 2 trailer? I did not see that. I saw Boba Fett, but I didn't see that. I think I saw another trailer this week too, but I can't remember what it was. Uh, there were actually a lot of trailers came out this week. Yeah, I know. It was just that and Morbius. Those were the only two that I was just like, I need to talk to Jamie's. Yeah, well, Morbius just came out today or the day of the recording. The Witcher looks good. I mean, there's not much else to say about that. I heard there was going to be a lot more monsters this season, him fighting monsters, which is what Witchers do. So I'm looking forward to that. That would be cool. And it comes out in December. And not much longer to go. So I guess let's get into the meaty subject of the Book of Boba Fett. Go for it. This trailer... <laughs> collecting my thoughts you sound so depressed um there wasn't a whole lot in this trailer that made me excited besides just boba fett. so the thing is is boba fett that episode of the mandalorian season two that robert rodriguez directed re you get to see boba fett reclaim his armor and be an awesome bounty hunter dude shoot out knee rockets that was so cool man knee rockets man. yeah that was awesome, but it looks like they're going with like this Godfather type of plot in the Book of Boba Fett. Well, I mean, he's he's like taking over the Hut Clan cartel thing. And I like story wise, it makes sense. It's just I'm not sure that that's my jam. I'm sure I'll like it, but it's just like that's not my preferred. Would you want him to just go out and keep bounty hunting? Yeah, like maybe he could find a, a, a small child and have that child with him, and and just fly around and, and like protect the child. I think they have enough child stuff going on in Star Wars. I'm not hating on it in any way. I'm still super excited about it. It's just, I don't know that the story's going to go in a direction that's going to really keep me entertained. Disney's pretty good about not blowing their load. You know what I mean? With the trailers. <laughs> so. Uh, yeah. Phrasing, Jacob. Phrasing. But there, there's some things about this trailer I do want to talk about. Because the very first thing that I thought when I saw this was, I think we're going to see the Crimson Dawn again. You think? Yeah. You think it's just going to be like cartels fighting each other the entire time? I think what's going to happen... And this is total speculation. I don't know anything except I'm a pretty deep Star Wars fan. Is I think he's going to get some sort of cartel conglomerate going where he's going to, this is going to work. Or he's going to build up some sort of syndicate thing again. Yeah. Which also, I'm just sort of skipping through the frames of this trailer and I paused on the uh, the Ithorian, which, oh my God, I don't know why I don't think those are so cool. If you don't know much about Star Wars, they're also called hammerheads by, by people who don't know what the species name is, but. They have two mouths that they speak with, one on each side of their head, and it looks. Uh, um, I'm. I don't know why I'm so excited about that, but that's cool. But yeah, so there's one point and I'm trying to skip through to it where he's fighting somebody in the streets, and they're dressed just like the people in the comic who work for the Crimson Dawn. Oh yeah, here it is. Yeah, these people with these like purple jumpsuits on. So in the comics, oh, what's that girl's name? Deathstick. Her name is Deathstick, which is a sort of a stupid name. But we've talked about how the... It's a drug. The comics are sort of stupid anyway, but let me send this to you so you can see what I'm talking about and click paste, boom. Oh, she looks she looks badass. She looks like an actual assassin. I'm, I'm sending Geo a link to the people that I'm referencing. These two things, I don't think there's a coincidence there. I think these people work for the Crimson Dawn. So what I, I think what's going to happen is uh, we're going to have... Boba Fett's going to get this syndicate together, and then the Crimson Dawn's going to come in and screw it up. Because... In the comics right now, it's all about the, this War of the Bounty Hunters event, which I, I just got caught up on this week. And basically, it's a big part of it is unveiling Kira, who was Han Solo's girlfriend from Solo, a Star Wars story, uh, the Mother of Dragons. Mm -hmm. She's like made a reappearance uh, with the Crimson Dawn, and everybody's like, oh, the Crimson Dawn? I thought they were gone. So, is the Shadow Collective completely gone after Maul died? So, remember at the end of Solo... We see Maul, so I think his Shadow Collective is kind of what turns into the Crimson Dawn. Okay. Because he had taken in a bunch of... What he taken, like the Black Suns and... Yeah, so Death Watch, Black Sun, and the Pike Syndicate. And the Huts. Yeah. That all happened, and then they kind of broke up. Some of those factions split off again, so like the Huts and the Pikes split off. But then there was still this core group that stuck up around Maul and presumably became Crimson Dawn. Okay. And so, like, I saw this trailer yesterday, and I was like, I think Crimson Dawn's coming back. And then today, I see headlines, Darth Maul Star Wars animated show in development. Rumors of an animated Star Wars show focusing on Darth Maul during his criminal years with Crimson Dawn have begun to surface online. So, I think this animated series is going to... So, this is going to take place during Clone War stuff. So, I think we're going to see in the Book of Boba Fett, 
is going to reintroduce the Crimson Dawn, and then shortly after that comes out, we're going to see an animated series that shows the founding of the Crimson Dawn that takes place prior to Solo. Well, it would have to take place prior to Solo because right, he dies. He dies, yeah. Yeah, spoiler. If you didn't know already. Well, yeah, I mean, I guess, spoiler, Maul didn't die, and then spoiler again. And then he does die. Yeah. Finally. So, I mean, I am still excited about this. Oh, he does get killed by the same person who you think kills him the first time. Right. It does come full circle. It rhymes like poetry. It, it actually really does. It's it's very well written. So, yeah, this looks pretty pretty badass. I got that Ithorian that I'm super excited about. That's something to look forward to. Plus, he dons his armor in a really cool way. You just love Boba Fett. And I want to see some more knee rockets. The other thing that I've got here, that which I, I found was pretty cool and has nothing to do with anything else we've been talking about, is they found two instances in the wild where California condors reproduced asexually. I actually saw something about that on my Google News feed this week, and I wanted to bring it up to you, but I didn't. Yeah, no, th- this is like crazy. Hmm? And they, they validated it with genetics. So they just reproduce asexually? So I guess what happened, so birds, <laughs> their sexual chromosomes work backwards from ours. What do you tell me that they have XY chromosomes unless something happens and then they're just X chromosomes? No. So you and I have X and Y chromosomes, and that Y chromosome is what makes us male biologically, which I don't know. How, how is it that every week we end up sort of glancing the, the trans topic? Um, we're not going into it. But so biologically... <laughs> We are heteromorphic. We have X and Y chromosomes. Yes. I'm following along with the high school AP bio that we had. Right. Females have two X chromosomes. Yes. Birds are the other way around. Birds have Z and W chromosomes instead of X and Y. Does the W follow the Y logic where like they need the W to be a male or is Z and Y... I'm sorry, Z and W uh, female? So in birds, males have two Zs. And females have a Z and a W. So for humans, the, the heteromorphic, the one where you have two different chromosomes, are the males. But in birds, it's the other way around. Okay. Presumably what happened is you had these female birds had some sort of chromosomal thing happen in one of their eggs where you had two of their Z chromosomes got replicated along with the rest of their genome and they self-fertilized. And so these two independent female birds had male offspring without being fertilized by a male. This is where I do the whole life. It um, finds a way, but I'm not going to do that. No, no, we should though. This is the point, Gio. This, yeah. So this is just a random mutation. Um, so it's technically not even a mutation. It's just like things got doubled and they doubled in the right place and the right things got doubled. Well, my thinking here is like, this isn't something that would happen often enough to, I don't know, like save a species. No, but... Going back to your Jurassic Park thing. Yeah, seeing as I like, if, like in Jurassic Park, for example, there were no, what was it, no males? Everything was just female, right? Mm-hmm. So in that case, they reproduced asexually, and that's when, I guess, males could have been born. In this case, it's just a random thing. It's not something that happens on purpose with the species. Because there are species on the planet that can reproduce asexually randomly on their own, if they chose to. Yeah. I mean, you know, bacteria and yeast and all that stuff can do that. I don't know why I was thinking of like a, like some sort of lizard or something, or maybe a fish. But yeah, there's a lot of fish who se- they switch throughout their life cycle. They switch sexes. Yeah. But yeah, so I like this is this is the Jurassic Park thing, man. I mean, this is like literally this is life found the way, uh, which is pretty cool. Yeah, that is pretty cool. I'm trying to see if it works like that in frogs. I think with frogs, it's like a temperature thing, isn't it? That's part of what determines a lot of stuff in reptiles too. I don't know why I'm thinking. It's if it's like underneath a certain temperature, it turns into like a female, or if it's above, it turns into a male. Or you're, you're the you're the bio person. Uh, yeah, actually, yeah. So you're right. In frogs, it's a little bit more complicated. And the reason we've even brought up frogs is because in Jurassic Park, they use frogs. Yeah, they use frog DNA to fill in the gaps. Honestly, I don't know why they wouldn't have used bird DNA like condors because birds are more really. I mean, dinosaurs are birds. I don't think back then they back when Jurassic Park came out, they didn't really know that dinosaurs were all that similar birds uh it could be i feel like michael Crichton would have known that but maybe not isn't that like something that's coming out like a lot more recently yeah i mean i think like within our lifetime which jurassic park was written around when we were born i guess in, in frogs it's really complicated relative to birds and humans <laughs> and let's not get into biology class here no but uh i saw that and i was like wow <laughs> 
<laughs> it's Jurassic Park, but in real life. With birds. Which also, it's condors, which condors are, are super, super threatened as a species. So it's a, it's a cool thing. And the fact that it, it happened twice, pretty close to within observations, is pretty crazy. So now I'm just wondering, they're, they're keeping an eye on these condors? <laughs> See if they do more. Well, I mean, I, I would assume they would have had to, to know that the eggs were males. You get me? Somebody had to have been watching to know this. Yeah. Apparently, people from the Wildlife Alliance at the San Diego Zoo are keeping an eye on this situation. Okay. I'm hoping just, just genetically everything else is okay with those condors. Yeah. I mean, obviously, you wouldn't want that to happen a bunch of times, but if you had a population where- That happens once, and then the male reproduces with another female, you'd think it'd be okay. Yeah. Apparently, there are only 518 condors as of 2019, California condors. It's sad. We kind of skipped over the whole portion of how's it going. So how was, did you do Halloween on, set, on Sunday? Not really. I just went to the movies this weekend and for the rest of it, basically just kind of stuck around at home. I didn't even get anybody that came by trick-or-treating. I'm not sure if you guys did. We didn't get anybody. We got a big thing of candy at Costco and now it's just... Sitting there getting eaten by you like... Every time I walk past it. <laughs> yeah. So um, we ordered candy and I guess they didn't have it at Publix. So they gave us the dark chocolate version of the candy, which for whatever reason, I mean, I don't really mind it, but you can't give a kid dark chocolate because that's gross. I don't, I don't understand the, the reasoning behind that, but okay. You'll appreciate it when you're older, kid. <laughs> Basically, it's good for you. Eat the chocolate. So then we went back and got another bag of chocolate. But yeah, we didn't get a, a single trick-or-treater. And then when driving around a little later that night, we saw a couple of people here and there that were walking around with their kids and their kids were dressed up, but I hardly saw anybody. There weren't a lot of people out and about on Halloween. So I'm guessing uh, either they just didn't do it or uh, maybe they decided to do, like I know when I was a kid, what we did was go to like a mall dressed up and like at the mall, the stores would give you candy. That's what we did for trick or treat. That's interesting. So I don't know if people are doing that or like they're, they're actually going. I know they have like a little event thing set up now where they have like little haunted houses and stuff and like food places. It's like a little fair for Halloween. So maybe people have just been doing that. I think that's what they've been doing around here. They call it trunk or treat. Trunk or treat. Which I've seen signs for at least three different ones in the last couple of weeks. I think most of the ones I saw were like in church parking lots or whatever. I think there was one at a school. But I guess everybody, you just, you line up the cars and decorate your trunks or the bed of your truck or whatever. And the kids just walk around the parking lot, do trick or treating. I guess that's safer than just walking around in the middle of the street. Yeah. So the street that we live on, I think maybe there's one kid that lives on our street. So I don't even know that anybody had any candy prepared to give out to the kids. So I don't know. I mean, I used to go trick-or-treating on our street, but I feel like back then it was more expected. When was the last time that you went trick-or-treating at your street? You've lived basically here since you were in middle school. Yeah. I mean, I never trick-or-treated in Miami. Yeah. I mean, even in Miami, we never we maybe got like one kid in our condo. Well, yeah, but you, you live in a gated like condo community area. But there's a ton of kids. I don't know. Well, we had a good talk about pumpkins last week, and the pumpkins that I carved were looking pretty sad today. Did you put them out of the misery today? <laughs> yeah. So I decided the pumpkins were going to go in the compost. And, you know, we're adults most of the time, but sometimes... We are? Yeah. I mean, we, we've, we've both dealt with some pretty tough stuff in our lives. We both pay taxes. Yeah. We both pay taxes. We both have jobs. But today... I don't know, man. There's something about I had that pumpkin in my hand, and I was just like, what would happen if I just threw this on the asphalt? <laughs> Did you throw the pumpkin on the asphalt? Yeah. Like, I just picked it up, and I, like, lobbed it up into the air, you know, in a nice arc, and then I watched it fall on the ground. I thought, well, you know, it'll break into a couple pieces, because you don't want to put, like, big chunks of stuff in your compost, right? You want to break it up a little bit beforehand. No, I think it just goes sploosh. Yeah, this just, because it was an old pumpkin, it just splattered on the asphalt. Now I have pumpkin all over the driveway. <laughs> yeah, what did you think was going to happen? I, I just imagined it, you know, breaking up into little pieces. And I you know, I even thought about, like, videotaping it, like, in slow motion on my phone. But No, it's just going to, like, it's like throwing, like, a turd on the ground. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It's just going to go splat, and that's it. Yeah, and I tried to pick up the bits of pumpkin that I could, but, yeah, that was a bad idea. How old are you? <laughs> See, now you're going to get like ants and stuff in that area. You're going to get a bunch of snails in there. Well, I don't know. I, I sh Yeah, you're right. I probably should go out there tomorrow with a with the hose. With the hose, yeah. 
I just left it. <laughs> of course you did. But uh, yeah, and and it's cold, so it was like too cold to really even try to like get the bits of pumpkin because my hands were cold. What is it up there right now? So yesterday when we had to go to the doctor at nine o'clock in the morning, it was like thirty-seven degrees outside. Ooh, chilly. Let's see. Yesterday was colder than today. So yesterday when I went to work, I left here at around six. It was my car was saying something about it being like seventy degrees, which I thought was nice. But by the time I got up to work, it had dropped to like sixty-six, which I thought was even nicer. I heard that it's been nice in Miami the last couple of days. Yeah, and then uh, I got out of work, and it's like eighty-something degrees again, and it's a bummer. I I got notifications on our Echo uh, that tonight and tomorrow night, from like two a.m. to nine a.m., we have a, a freeze warning. So that's great. You guys get your heater fixed. Yeah, that's all fixed. Today, I, I took the bee box down, put them in the garage, so they won't freeze. Just need to remember to put them back out in the spring. The bee box? Yeah. You have a bee box? Yeah, it's like a little house that's got like these little like cigar tube-like things that the bees go in and they make they like lay their eggs and then plug the holes with mud. And then uh, in the spring, the larvae hatch and emerge and fly away. You know, I can see you as a beekeeper. Dude, I totally would keep bees. I can see it. I can see you with the outfit and everything. The neighbors would be so mad. I don't feel like they would be mad. No, when they get like free honey and stuff, they'll be fine with it. But at first, they'll be like, they already thought I was crazy enough with the compost, which is just a black barrel, man. How is that crazy? You're you're just doing it for your mom's garden. No, they're all just like, D- did a spaceship land in your yard? And it's like, okay, calm down. It's a barrel. But yeah, it, it was a whole thing. <laughs> I didn't even tell the neighbors that that thing is for bees. They think it's for butterflies. Oh, they must think that's so sweet. Yeah. And then you just unleash the bees and they... <laughs> I mean, they start swarming all over the place. They are rising the neighborhood. The bees that live in there don't hardly bother you. They're mason bees. Do they have stingers? I think they do, but you'd really have to upset them for them to sting you. They're like little. They're like flies. So they're not like the African Africanized. Uh... That's if I started keeping bees for honey. <laughs> I didn't think honeybees were all that bad. I thought it was like a, like a certain breed of them that were crazy, crazy swarmy type. Well, I think the the thing is, is like it's the honeybees are the same species. <laughs> this week on BioTalk, <laughs> talking about birds reproducing on their own and and bees. Yeah, so the the Africanized bees are honeybees. So that's that's when you have to be careful because they can get in and like intermix with your 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 European honeybees and cause problems. That's not to be uh, confused with hornets. No, which nobody wants hornets, especially not murder hornets. No. Oh wow. The Wikipedia article for Africanized bees has a little like GIF of a map of the spread. You only see them like in the Southwest, though. So yeah, I thought there were some in like uh, in Washington or something. I could be thinking of murder hornets, though. I'm not sure. It's one of those. It's either the the bees or the the murder hornets. I think that was the murder hornets. <laughs> well, let's stay away from that. So the other day, <laughs> I was driving, and there's a church on every street corner up here. You can't spit without hitting a church. You live in Indiana. Yeah. You know how they have the, the signs outside and they like say stupid things sometimes? Honk, honk twice if you love Jesus. Yeah, that sort of stuff. So this one this one confused me. It said, are you a sheep, sheepdog, or a wolf? And I'm just like, well, okay, hang on. You're giving me three options? <laughs> so now I have to sit down and actually do like a, a pros and cons list here. This has got to be one of those things where there's a clear bad and a clear good. So if we're talking purely religious... Aren't we supposed to be sheep and Jesus is our shepherd? I, Isn't that how it's supposed to work? But do you think the church wants you? Yes, the church wants you to be sheep. <laughs> I guess, but I, I don't know. But like, if you were to say, like, of those three things, which one would you not want to say? Like, it's like you meet a girl at a bar and she's like, so are you a sheep, a sheepdog, or a wolf? And you're like, um, I'm a sheep. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, I wouldn't want to say I'm a sheep. But that being said, I, I don't think I'd say I'm a sheepdog because I'm not leading around sheep. I don't know, man. I'm more like the dog that's like just chasing his tail. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing, right? Like, I, I'm pretty sure you're not supposed to be a wolf. But like, okay, turn this around. Like Tony Robbins or somebody is like, are you a sheep, a sheepdog, or a wolf? And you're going to be like, I'm a wolf, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm a wolf. I eat the sheep. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm a warrior. Um, I think I'm supposed to be a sheepdog. I, I would like to think of myself as a sheepdog, right? Are you leading the masses? So I blend in with the sheep, right? But then, like, if the sheep need protection, that's when I... But sheepdogs don't blend in with the sheep. Sheepdogs stand apart. Sometimes they do. I had a sheep... I'm sure you've heard us talk about the the one dog we had. 
Uh, the only I I know I know a handful of dogs that you've owned in your lifetime. Bo now current dog, and then you had a husky when you were a kid that ran away and got ran over. Yeah, which I'm sorry about that, but that's the only other dog that I know. Well, we had a Commodore, which I'm sending you a picture. This isn't her. This is a lot nicer of a dog looking dog than than she was. That's a sheep dog right there. Wow, you had a okay, but that's not a sheep dog. Yeah, it's a Hungarian sheep dog. So they blend in with the sheep. Okay, I no, I get that, but that's not what I think of when I think of a sheep. When I think of a sheep dog, I'm thinking of like a. Are we making another bracket episode right now? Which sheep dog is best? <laughs> Maybe. Like I'm thinking like like a like a border collie or something. Yeah. Or like an Australian shepherd dog. There. Well, there you go. Yeah. So I guess so. We're not supposed to be sheep dogs. So that's what I think of when I think of a sheep dog because those dogs actually herd sheep and like love doing it. Because I saw a video of it the other day on TikTok. This one dog literally jumps off this truck and just runs out into this field and just swoops in and all you see is this flock of sheep just running away from it going into like their pen or something and then it just like it turns around and gets distracted and then comes back and just sits there and is smiling and happy and i'm just like wow that's a good dog that's a dog a dog that loves its job that's a sheep dog okay so that's what i think of when i think of a sheep dog and sheep dogs don't look like an actual sheep Okay, so in the metaphor, though, okay. a sheepdog is a bad thing? I don't think so. I think a sheepdog is a leader. So you have the sheep, right, which are, are basically just like followers. Mm-hmm. And then you have a sheepdog who is like the caretaker of these sheep who herd them, guide them, protect them, kind of lead them in the general direction of where they want to go in life. And then you have the wolf who doesn't give a shit and just goes in and eats the sheep because they're selfish and just care about themselves. And are probably also violent. Okay. So we're not supposed to be the wolf. I don't think if, yeah, if this is like a church, like asking, I don't think you want to be the wolf. But I still just, I feel like surely they don't want us to be the sheep, right? No, no. I think they want you to be the sheep. I, I think if if, it, if a church is asking, they don't want you to be a wolf. But then they're also just like the sheep dog is, is Jesus <laughs> and or God or and or like priests or whatever. Well, that's the shepherd though, right? So maybe like they... You're supposed to be the, the sheepdog does the bidding of the shepherd. Okay. So priests? No, the priest is the shepherd. That's a fourth option. No, God God is supposed to be the shepherd. Okay. God slash Jesus is supposed to be the shepherd. Okay. Yeah. I, you're all right on that. All right. So does that mean, oh, the priest is the sheepdog? Yes. So we're sheep. <laughs> yes. I've never had one of these actually make me stop and think about it for a second. But also when you think about it, it's just like, I don't want to be a sheep. No, I don't want to be a sheep. I would... I think out of the three, I would want to be a sheepdog. I, I, I don't even know about that. Like, I don't want to deal with fucking sheep. Sheep, do your own thing. Like I said, I'm going to be the dog chasing my own tail over here, just having a good time. Just worrying about myself, not having to worry about anyone else. That's my life. You do you. I'll be happy over here doing it. And then a wolf comes over and tries to fuck shit up. Just do it over there. I still don't know about it, man. I'll be up thinking about this. Why don't you go into the church and ask them? I don't know. There's a Pokestop right outside the church. So there you go. You can you can go and sit in. Actually, the Pokestop is the sign, now that I think about it. Of the church? Yeah, like the sign that had this thing on it is what the Pokestop is. Um, I was thinking more along the lines of how weird it'd be for you to go into like the confessional to ask somebody about the sign. I don't even know if it's a confessional. I think, I think it's a Baptist church. Either way, you just go in there and be like, this isn't a religious thing at all. <laughs> but what's up with that sign? <laughs> I just need to know. <laughs> Which one, What's the right answer here? I feel like I'm playing a, a Bethesda game right now. And you don't know which is the right choice. Or not Bethesda, Bioware. It is Bethesda. Bethesda did games like that. Bethesda was like Skyrim. They also did, um, whatchamacallit, Fallout. Oh, okay. Yeah, they did. All right. So they, they, those are the, the choice games where you can choose your, your path, how evil you are. You know, I own Fallout games and I've never played one. You've never played a Fallout game? No, I think I've got Fallout 4. I never played it. I think I played Fallout. Fallout 3, I think, was my favorite one. You should play them, though. They're pretty good games. They have really interesting stories, especially when it comes to the vaults. Okay, so what is a vault? Is that where everybody was living before they came out? Yeah, it's like the little Fallout shelter thing that they were all stuck in. Only nobody told them, but like every single vault was like different because like every one of them was like an experiment. So you had people in these vaults because of a, a nuclear war sort of thing. And then when they were in there, they were being experimented on. Just to say, like, there's some that were, like, really fucked up. There was one where, like, you had to, like, sacrifice somebody, like, every year or something. So they'd, like, vote for like, the president of the vault. 
and it's basically the person who's going to be sacrificed. Nobody wants to be that person. So they'd run like campaign ads that were basically, don't vote for me, vote for this person. Wait, so are vaults like dungeons? No, they're like fallout shelters. So the vault is like where you come from at the beginning. Yes. When you start the game and you exit out into the world, you're, you're coming out of your fallout shelter. But then you don't like go into other vaults, right? You do go into other vaults. That's how you find like out the story to like all these other vaults. And there's some that have really insane stories. You'll go into them because they're already open or like you'll break into some. Of them. Okay. I'll have to check it out. I don't know. I've got such a backlog of games, but I'll get there. Did you ever finish Visions? No, I did not. I spent all week or all weekend watching Doom Patrol. All right. Well, uh, how far did you get in Doom Patrol? <laughs> I guess we'll talk about that. <laughs> Episode eight. Okay. It started off because like we were, we were trying to figure out what to watch this weekend. So we watched Black Widow. And then I was like, all right, I'm checking that off of the giant list of things that Jacob told me that I need to watch for the podcast. Oh my God. Don't act like I'm giving you homework. You need to watch that so you can understand Hawkeye. <laughs> so I was just like, all right, check. How do I need to understand anything for Hawkeye? Did you not watch the end credit scene? Yeah, where she is like, oh, this guy is the one that's responsible for your sister. And that was it. And then like showed a picture of Hawkeye. Uh huh. And I'm just like, okay. <laughs> so what do you think is going to happen on Hawkeye? I mean, I get it. I'm just saying that didn't explain who his partner was at all. No, but it explains who causing trouble for them. I guess. Though, if his sister was as good of a spy, or even half as good a spy as as Scarlett Johansson, as Natasha, she'd be able to figure out that this guy is actually like her friend. Yes. And not at all responsible for her death. Well, I mean, she's tied up with Elaine from Seinfeld, so who knows what's going on there. Yeah. And then I was thinking about like Taskmaster, which that was an interesting route to go there. Honestly, man, the fact that Taskmaster was a girl doesn't bother me at all, but I just feel like they didn't use Taskmaster in as cool of a way as they could have. Yeah. Like you were saying, I didn't care the fact that she was a girl. It was more like I saw her fight like three times and that's it. And the first time she wasn't even really fighting. She was just trying to get the gas little things. So like she was, she wasn't even really fighting Natasha. She was just trying to get that. So you saw her do like three or four moves, and that's it. There should have been more from there. I feel like Taskmaster was wasted in this movie. Yeah, and then she starts fighting the Guardian, but then that gets kind of cut off, and you don't really see them fight at all. You just see like her kind of kick his ass a little bit, and then that's it. Like I saw her bust out the claws and try to go all Wakanda on him, and I wanted to see more of that, but it gets cut off there, and I'm just like, well, fuck. Okay, now that I think about it. Something that bothered me about that, which, like, I understand thematically why they did this, but it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense if you think about it. They were this family. A spy family, yeah. Who lived in Ohio and, you know, weren't detected by other people in Ohio, so they can speak English with an American accent. Yes. So then they meet each other, and they're all speaking English to each other, which, like, okay, I I get, like, I don't want to watch a whole movie where it's people speaking Russian to each other, so that's fine. Have them speak English. Oh, they're speaking to each other in a Russian accent. Yeah. When you would think that they've practiced speaking English more with an American accent than with a Russian accent. I don't know. It, it was just odd to me. Now I get you. I was thinking the entire time, I was just like, why aren't you speaking Russian to each other? You're all Russian. And Rachel Weiss's her makeup in that movie at the end? Mm-hmm. What is up with her eyes? Did you notice this? Let me find a picture and send it to you. Yeah, here we go. Copy image address. Send a G.O. Very visual podcast today, but it's like she fell asleep while she was putting her eyeliner on. I think you're getting very picky. No, man. It was a definite choice to look like that, and I don't understand it. Yeah, I didn't think it was a bad movie. I thought it was really weird that they would just all come together and be like, oh, we're still a family, even though we're not really a family at all, and we were only together for three years, 20-something years ago. I mean, they're the only family they've all ever had. Surely that's not true. She named the pig after him, man. Well, I mean, they did look alike. Oh my god, he, he comes out of the jail. <laughs> I have a lot of energy. <laughs> <laughs> also, something that I, I noticed, because I, I watched the making of the Black Widow documentary this weekend. It's on Disney+. Plus, and you know the vest that they make a big deal out of? The, the cool vest with all the zippers and pockets? Yeah. So, Black Widow is wearing that vest in Infinity War, I think. Okay. I mean, she was wearing it at the end when she got into the, the jet. Yeah. I thought that was kind of cool. I didn't notice that. They like retcon that she got that vest from her sister, which is pretty neat. It is a cool vest. It's got a lot of pockets. It does. There's so many uses for it. So what do you think of Doom Patrol? I'm liking it. I know for 
from what we've talked about it so far, you you didn't really like um, Mr. Nobody, but uh, I'm, I'm I'm enjoying the commentary and narration. It doesn't ruin it for me. It's that part is fine. It's when you actually see him on screen. I don't know. Maybe it's just the visuals of it because isn't he missing like half his body? Kind of like cross cut in like some weird ways, and like half his face is missing because it's supposed to be in like another dimension. I don't know. He maybe it's just he creeps me out, which I guess that's the point. But then you like love Alan so much that you're just no oh, man. He's a leaf in the wind. But there's that Brendan Fraser. I'm really liking that I'm seeing him a lot more acting again because uh, who doesn't love Brendan Fraser? I like him. Uh, there was something about him that he decided to stop acting for a while. I don't know anything about that. I just know that he did a bunch of movies when I was a kid. And after The Mummy or something, like I just never saw him again. So I guess he started struggling with depression mm. and took a break from acting for a while. Well, I'm enjoying him as Cliff. I think he's he's really good. And the guy from the show with the spies, that really narrows it down. The guy with the shows with the spies. Matt Bomer. The guy in the bandages with the thing, the electric thing living inside of him. The guy from White Collar? Yeah, there you go. Isn't that spies? No, he's like a thief. He's like a, he's like a con artist. Uh, okay. Well, he was a spy in Chuck. I don't even know what White Collar is about. I guess it makes sense that it would be about like White Collar crime. Yeah, he's like a, a con artist. And he gets caught by the FBI and has to help them solve white collar crimes. So he's really good in it. Candy from Two and a Half Men. She's pretty good. Which, you know what always bothered me about Candy in Two and a Half Men? What? Whenever she talked, she sounded stupid. Like, it was like she was trying to sound stupid as an actress. But, I mean, that was that was the role. I get but it was like... She... <sighs> That's the character was supposed to be, like a, like a ditzy kind of character. I know, but she had that, like... Like an actor trying to sound stupid. You know what I mean? Like, it didn't sound natural. It sounded like somebody, it was like a voice that you put, like, if I was trying to impersonate a stupid person, like, if there, if I saw somebody write something stupid and I, like, read it aloud and I, like, had a had a voice like this, like, do-do-do-do-do, that's how she sounded. Okay. And it, it always bothered me. Well, she does pretty good as, um... Rita Farr? Yeah. Which, oh, man, there's, um, in Young Justice this season, there's, like, a really, like, sad thing, because in, in the Young Justice, um universe she's dead mm-hmm. and she was like really good friends with beast boy's mom and beast boy goes to mars and meets um one of miss martian's sisters because you know miss martian is always her like human persona is based on beast boy's mom when she was on tv yeah uh what's her name megan hello megan so her sister is like oh well i'm gonna be this other person and she's like oh i know it probably bothers you that a miss martian like takes the form of your dead mother so i'm gonna turn into her friend on the show, who was the actress who portrayed her, was Rita Farr from the Doom Patrol. Mm-hmm. And in, in that universe, like after Beast Boy's mom died, he got adopted by Rita Farr and then she died. And it's like this super sad thing where she's like, oh, does this make you more comfortable? And he just like sort of looks off to, at the distance, like, like nah, she's dead. <laughs> like, <laughs> why are you making, why are you reminding me of these dead people? <laughs> All right. So you're my real dead mom. And then you just turned into my adopted dead mom. But it's one of those things that, like, uh, it's it's pretty subtle, and he he's just like oh, looks off to the distance, like, yeah, that's great. Poor little Garfield. Yeah, just want to give him a hug. Yeah, Doom Patrol's pretty good. I guess I need to get caught up on that. I need to finish the last. I guess you said there were like fifteen episodes, sixteen. Yeah, in the first season. Oh, so I'm like halfway. Yeah, and I'm like uh, three or four episodes into season two of Lock and Key, which is pretty good. I need to watch that. I haven't started seeing them at all. It's pretty good. It gets a little CWE sometimes with the drama but it's not the worst when it comes to that what's that show about because i remember seeing the little netflix trailer that they put on sometimes when uh the first season came out but i don't remember it too well so the short summary is there's three kids who live with their mom and their dad just got murdered and after he dies they decide to move into his family home and then when they get to the house they start finding these keys and each of the keys has like a different magical power so like there's one key that like if you put it in a door and turn the lock, you can like go anywhere that you think. There's like another key that like if you unlock the music box that it unlocks and like talk into it, you can make anybody that you want. It, it's like Death Note, <laughs> like you can make people do things and then die. No, <laughs> not that far. But there's like one key that like uh, if you put it in a belt and turn the lock, like it, it gives you super strength, just stuff like that. There's one that you like astral project. You unlock the door and open the door, and then you walk through the door, and your body drops dead. But you, you're a ghost, and you can fly around and do stuff. But your body drops dead, or like you can get back to your body because uh, you can go back to your body. But 
while you're in ghost form. It's just on the floor. Yeah, but you say dead. It's not dead. It's just unconscious. And that there's a, a whole conceit where once you become an adult, you lose your memory of the keys and their powers and anything that you did with them. Okay. This is just the kids doing their own thing. Yeah. And then there's bad people that are after the keys. Bad kids that are after the keys or like adults? They're like demons of some sort. Because if they're adults, they shouldn't have any knowledge of the keys. Right. Yeah. They're like beings from an alternate dimension, sort of. I might have to give that show a watch after I'm done with Doom Patrol. Trying to think of what else is coming out recently that I I wanted to watch. I kind of want to go see the My Hero Academia movie. Hmm. This would be a good time to talk about that because I don't think Stan would have anything to say about My Hero Academia. Though, honestly, if I know one person who probably would like My Hero, it's Stan. Just based on how much he loves Harry Potter. Maybe. Because My Hero Academia is just Harry Potter, but with superpowers. The only kind of animated thing we ever got Stan into watching was like Avatar. He watched uh, Attack on Titan. Yeah, I forgot about that. But then again, he probably wouldn't do that if I hadn't like physically made him sit down and watch it every week. But yeah, so I haven't seen any of the My Hero Academia movies. I saw the first movie. I didn't see the second. And now this one is out and it's in theaters. So I'm like, I saw Venom and then right next to it, there was My Hero playing. And I was just like, if it wasn't already one o'clock in the morning, I'd go watch it. But if we go to see this, I, we'd be getting home at like four or something. So that's it's just too late to be out. I'm getting old. Can't be out that late. So are these movies manga canon? I don't think so. For the most part, the movies aren't. I know, like, the Demon Slayer movie was. Yeah. I don't think that these movies are. No, I could be wrong about this one. I haven't really done a whole lot of looking into it, but it looks like it... Does it take place when they're with Endeavor? Because it looks like it's just the big three at this point, if you want to say there's a big three in my hero. I feel like you could say that there are. Oh, apparently, Two Heroes and Heroes Rising are both canon to the manga. I need to watch these. I guess so. Well, I guess... So, the, the big question is, will you lose out on experiencing the rest of the story if you don't see these i don't think so so since these movies aren't exactly canon from what i can tell here they're never actually like referenced to like in the show okay nothing that happens in the movie is ever brought up when you're watching the show so it's like um the one piece movie. yeah it's like a standalone thing all right that being said i mean you should probably still watch them because they're cool yeah i'll have to find a way to watch them well i mean one's in theaters now i'm not sure if you'd be able to find it in a theater in Indiana, maybe. Yeah, there's three theaters around me that's showing it. Eh, might be worth going to watch. Maybe. I don't know if that's going to be what pulls me into theaters. If Dune didn't do it, I don't know what will. You didn't see Dune at the... Oh, yeah, you saw it at uh, like your home on Thursday when it came out yeah. on HBO Max. Yeah, because they're just like, oh, by the way, Dune comes out now. And it's like, all right, well, I can't resist. I'm going <laughs> to... Yeah, I'm watching this now. That's true. I, ju- I watched it on, on the Friday. so And now I've got to wait two years for it. For part two. This month, there's a lot of stuff coming out that we can look forward to watching. Did you see the, the trailer for the movie? What's it called? Is it, is it called The Harder They Fall? Is that the Western one? Yes. Yeah, I've seen stuff about that. Oh, man. I'm excited about that. If there's anything that I know about you, it's Cowboys and Pirates. <laughs> cowboys and Pirates. We need to somehow mix the two. <laughs> cowboy Pirates. Pirate Cowboys. That's kind of one piece, if you think about it. Yeah. But also, a pirate is basically a cowboy, just in the seas. So that comes out November... Oh, snap. <laughs> I think it comes out tomorrow. <laughs> it's coming out already. That might be what I watched this weekend. Damn, I still have Visions. I still have Loki. I want to say there's a couple other movies that I was looking forward to that are coming out this month. I'm trying to pull it up on my app that I keep track of that stuff with. But that's being slow, too. Oh, yeah. Well, for me, Shang-Chi comes out this month. I already saw that. It was pretty good. You should watch it. Yeah, I will when it comes out on Disney+. Plus. Resident Evil. Is that the other show that you were talking about? Or the other thing? I had that on the list to like goad Stan about. Be like, so Stan, you you, uh, <laughs> you excited about Welcome to Raccoon City? I think Stan is uh, the resident, uh, resident Evil fan. <laughs> He's our resident evil fan. Yeah. Stan clearly fills a lot of niches that we don't. I like Resident Evil. I just never liked the, uh, I guess, the, the movies. Well, I think this is more... I think this follows like the game a lot more than the movie spinoff. It's got like Chris Redfield and Jill Valentine and like... Yeah. Well, I guess the other ones did too, but this is more like focused on them. They, they were following like the, the random character that they... What's her name? Mila Jovovich? Yeah, no, I'm thinking about like what the, her character's name was. I can't remember. 
<laughs> I, I would have no idea. I've seen like the first one. Maybe Stan's listening to this and like screaming at the <laughs> like you guys, you you idiots. It's this. What was her name? It's gonna kill me until I remember. Oh, where have I seen this person before? Jill Valentine. What else is she in? Oh, that's right. She was in that show on sci-fi, Kill Joyce. Alice. Alice. There we go. Ooh, that was going to kill me. There you go. Alice is like a made-up character in that Resident Evil universe. But like, I think the Resident Evil show that's coming out now is more along the lines of like the video games. Yeah, it looks like it follows the video games more. Oh, you know what else you need to watch now that the season just finished is uh, What We Do in the Shadows. Oh, uh, yeah. I saw the first season. I guess I... What season are they on right now? Three? Season three just finished, yeah. Yeah. Ghostbusters comes out this month too. Oh yeah, there's that new there's a Beatles documentary coming out in November that might be fun to watch. Oh yeah, there's this movie coming out on Apple TV Plus called Finch with uh Tom Hanks and a robot and a dog. A robot and a dog and Tom Hanks. Yeah. That sounds like the beginning of a joke there. No. Tom Hanks is a robotics engineer who's one of the few survivors after a solar event that left the world a wasteland. Finch creates a robot named Jeff who accompanies him and his dog on an adventure to the American West to show the robot the joys of being alive. Oh, here we go. Red Notice on Netflix. Dwayne The Rock Johnson, Ryan Reynolds, and Gal Gadot. Who love me, Gal Gadot? Yeah, we don't even know. I need to know what the, the plot is. Just there's those three names. Just tell me that uh, Wonder Woman is in it, and I'm there. <laughs> Wonder Woman, Green Lantern, and Black Adam. There you go. <laughs> Netflix, November 12th. Have you watched this uh, Kuroko's Basketball? I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. It's an anime about basketball, but I think it's supposed to be good, if that's what I'm thinking of. Maybe. Or have you watched Food Wars? Watched Food Wars, yes. Is it good? I mean, it's it's really pervy, I guess. Oh. But also, I, I watch it for more than just the pervy parts, because I actually kind of like to cook, as you know, since I'm basically the one that cooks dinner. Every day. So I actually started watching it because I was just like, oh, oh it's like an anime about a dude who like just cooks. So like I could get, by. but yeah, it's 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 weird. But also the food looks delicious, so I'm gonna watch it. Well, that's disappointing. <laughs> you know what I did see though that looks interesting was I was scrolling through a list of like stuff that comes out this month, mm-hmm. and there's a I just saw the title and it was called a man named Scott. Okay. What would you think that's about? A woman named Rachel. <laughs> what? I don't know. You said it's a ma- about a man named Scott. Yeah. I I'd assume it's about a man named Scott. Yeah. Well, do you know which man named Scott? I, I knew. For some reason, I saw this and I was like, I, I bet that's about blank. And I was right. Um, no clue. It's a documentary about Kid Cudi. Really? Yeah. And which I I guess that's a very Kid Cudi thing because a lot of his, I don't know. It's just you see a man named Scott and it's like, yeah, that looks like Man on the Moon, Scott Miss Cudi versus the world or whatever. But it comes out on Friday. A man named Scott. Now no, I just got Pursuit of Happiness playing in my head. Mm-hmm. He's one of those people that like... um. I would say his music is pretty, what's the word that I'm looking for? Heavily in the soundtrack of our life. <laughs> this is the soundtrack to our lives. Right, right. So it's a mixture between like the early days, which was like Linkin Park or something. It's like we went from Linkin Park to Kid Cudi. Yeah, basically. With some like Soldier Boy in there. And uh, <laughs> what else? Uh, just a bunch of random shit. I'm just thinking of all the high school rap that we've listened to. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to like separate out like what we actually listen to versus what was on the radio. Which we also just listened to that too, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah, but like Kid Cudi, I don't remember him being on the radio. No, that was just stuff that we listened to just outside of, like when we were playing video games or something. Yeah, or like Lupe Fiasco. Or uh, We had one friend who just really got into the strokes. I feel like that's all we listened to for months. I saw that they were like going to do like a concert brought back a lot of memories i was just like damn the strokes i mean i like the strokes i do too but i also feel like i was like oversaturated with them for a bit there yeah i mean it's sort of like uh you know when you've got like a girlfriend who's like really into a thing and then you break up and then you see that thing and you're just like nope yeah yeah like death note hate death note me too i don't know why everybody was just so crazy about it i don't know and that really turned me off of anime for a long time there was a period where I watched like Zoids and stuff like on Toonami. I love Zoids. <laughs> yeah, me too. I used to have a ton of them. I wish I knew what would happen to all the Zoids that I had that I built. Your mom probably has a box with them all in there. I mean, they would be in this house somewhere and I have no idea where they are. They must have all gotten thrown out. But yeah, I used to watch Zoids and stuff. And then like in high school, I tried to watch Death Note and I was like, okay, well, I guess anime is just not for me. 
which um, is a shame because then it was like another 10 years before I watched, well, not 10, I don't know, five or six years before I tried to watch anime again. And now you love it. Here we are. I'm trying to work my way through One Piece, but I'm, I'm stuck in this. Um, what's the name of the place? Dressrosa. Yeah, I'm, st- I'm stuck in Dressrosa. It's so long. There's so many episodes. There are a lot of episodes in that. But what part are you on? Because there's definitely a part in there that it made me cry. Uh, no, I haven't gotten to that yet. Oh, so you know what I'm talking about then? No, I don't, actually. Oh, that's good. I want that spoil for you. But um, Luffy is still in the gladiator thing. He just um, fixed Chin Zhao's head. He just punched his head back into place. Yeah, so that's about it. All right. Well, when you get towards the end of that gladiator thing, you'll probably cry a little bit. So like in another 50 episodes? I don't know how many episodes there were between them. I don't know how people watch that week to week. I watched it week to week. I don't know how you could have, man. Because like, honestly, I gave me something to watch every week. Well, so the thing is, is with, with One Piece, I watch it at 2x speed, especially now because it's just. It's Dressrosa. It's boring. Nothing's really happening. And so I watch it at 2x speed, and I, you skip like the first 10 minutes of the anime. Not 10. 10 is an exaggeration, but I, I, I seriously, I just drag the slider over to like four and a half minutes, and it's like, okay, I'm going to start here. And it still is in the recap of everything that's been going on. Yeah, One Piece does that a lot, because they have the, uh, the intro, like the opening, is like a good two minutes. And then they always do, last week was like this. So week to week, you were getting maybe 17 minutes of new content for an arc that took 150 episodes to complete for three years, man. You were just getting the story 20 minutes at a time. That's usually how TV shows work, Jacob. You're getting spoiled by Netflix. Well, I mean, I'm just getting spoiled by binge watching one piece. Cause I, 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 with watching it the way I do, if I'm watching one piece, I'll watch five or six episodes at a time. And it takes all of an hour. I just don't know how you did it. I mean, you know, there's, there's shows that we watch. I'm still doing it. I'm still just watching One Piece week by week. Does it get better? Does it get more interesting? What do you mean? It's a good show. I mean, it, yeah, it's good. I mean, I'm, what, 650 episodes in? I wouldn't have stuck with it this long if it was bad, but whew, I feel like where I am is just a real slow part. There's a lot of uh, emotional things coming up. Okay. No, that doesn't really say much about the show because like, show always has something emotional come up. Yeah. It just tugs on the heartstrings. That musical cue, you just know. When you hear that, like, boom, 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 it's like, oh, no. I'm about to, I'm about to sob like a little <laughs> bitch. Here it comes. Time to get up and close the doors. My mother doesn't see me crying over a, a cartoon. So I checked the mailbag and um, no mail. So if you, listener, would like to, oh, man. <laughs> Pokemon Unite in the background ruined that. So I checked the mailbag. <laughs> no mail. So if you, listener, would like to interact with the show, send us an email. At, I don't know what the email address is. Send us an email at type, 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 type. What is this? <laughs> Send us an email at scattershotthoughtspod at gmail.com. What happens when they do that, Geo? I'm going to assume that we will get said email and you will read it. And assuming it's appropriate to talk about, we will probably read it for other people to hear on the podcast and we will discuss. Yeah, that's probably what will happen, listener. Our one listener out there? No, I've been checking. We have more than one listener. Okay, two listeners. Well, one way that we can get more listeners is if you rate, review, and and subscribe. Yeah, that's what you do. Rate, review, and subscribe on your podcast listening app of choice. And spread the word verbally. Post about us on Instagram, Facebook, Reddit. We don't care. Just get us out there. This this sounded awfully scripted. It's actually not. I'm talking about this on the fly, man. Just been thinking about it all day. And that's the best you came up with. Well, so the thing is, is our, our number one fan slid into my DMs today and uh, was offering to promote us on Instagram. And I'm just like, yeah, sure, go for it. Because self-promotion is not a strong point for me. I was just thinking about that because I was just like, all right, so how do I do this? Do I just like tell everybody or? Just open the window, yell it, man. Isn't that kind of pretentious? Like, hey, everybody, I'm doing a podcast. Listen. <laughs> exactly. How are you supposed to do that and be humble about it? So that's why we need your help, listener. That's why we need your help. We're just too shy to do it on our own. So I think that about sums it up for this week. Gio's laying in bed looking at his phone. <laughs> uh, I still got stuff to do tonight and then get into bed at an appropriate time so I can get enough hours of sleep so I can wake up and do it all over again tomorrow. We don't like to say goodbye, so we're just going to say so long. Thanks for listening. 
We'll talk to you next week. Hopefully we'll have Stan back and maybe we can address the Midnight Mass. Geo, do you have any final thoughts? Spay and neuter your pets. And there you have it, folks. <laughs> oh, man.